Hey everyone, it's time for another live look at the astrology. My name is Katie Sweetman, and this is your look at the astrology for January 3rd through 9th, 2022. We are in New Year. I'm going to bring my microphone closer. Sorry for the audio uh, crunchies. But um, yeah, good to see you all on the flip side. We're in a new year and we're in Capricorn season. And so it is no coincidence that we look at this time as you know, to get serious, to get real, to bring in the energies of Saturn, to make commitments, to set things right. And I know there's sort of some pushback on the word resolutions for the new year. And, and, and maybe this is just like a little bit of a detour for a moment. Um, there are two sides to, to Capricorn. Capricorn in its highest facet, it constructs, it builds, it works towards the future. It put things in balance. There's a sobriety to Capricorn, uh, an, an honesty and a realness, but there's another side to Capricorn. And I think that's where we sometimes make resolutions based on shame. That would be a negative Capricorn archetype. Uh, so let's not do that. Let's instead think about the future, the sort of positive steps and actions we want to take. That's that's positive. Saturn, that's positive Capricorn. But do keep in mind that with the energies of Uranus and um, Saturn, they're still square, even though the, la the last square was December 24th. This is energy that we're bringing into the new year. So this could be a an intention or a goal for the new year that's about using this and this energy with intention to, to to break out of old patterns to do things very differently in 2022. So that's just a little I uh, know positive Capricorn. I'm like am I the only person that really like loves positive Saturn? Like um without Saturn we would not grow. We would not mature. We would not like really get anchored and, and rooted and grounded. So this is just sort of my my little my little love note to Capricorn season. I think sometimes we it gets, it gets a little under, underrated. Um, but again, my name is Katie Sweetman. Um, I am an astrologer and psychic medium here in the New York City area. I'm actually just outside of Manhattan and Jersey City, New Jersey. And like I said, every week we get together, we look at the astrology. As you hear me say from time to time, the astrology is 50%. You are the other 50%. The things that we cannot change are the fact that it's, for example, really cold outside here. Um, I don't know if you're on the East Coast, but it got really cold very quickly. Um, but more, you know, seriously, like I can't change the fact that it's Capricorn season. I can work with the energy. I can detach myself from the energy. I can disassociate myself from the energy. But I don't know. I'm of the philosophy to better work with it. And not work with it. So the zodiac overall is this step by step by step wheel of life. We start with Aries and now here we are in Capricorn season. We are nearing the end of not just the zodiac year, but the end of the zodiac. When you start to get to science like Capricorn, it's it's less personal especially more or when we get into Aquarius season at the end of January and then Pisces in February, we are now looking ahead. We are building and constructing. We are thinking about our futures and the steps and the plans and the actions that we need to do in order to get to that future. Do keep in mind that life 
is very weird right now. It certainly is weird for everybody. So there is a degree of flexibility and pivot. Another thing you've heard me say throughout uh, the years that the fixed signs are not so fixed at the moment. And while Capricorn is not a fixed sign, its ruler, Saturn, is in a fixed sign. So we are sort of seeing that echo and that shift and that move of energy as we go further into Capricorn season. So Sunday, just yesterday, we had the Capricorn new moon. Now I talked a bit about that last week, but this is this new moon energy that we are still in. And here it is, it's right after the new year. So this is why I say like set your intentions, set your goals. If there's a resolution, do a resolution, whatever you feel called to do. Again, we're, we're in Capricorn season until about January 21st, 20th. Um, uh, that's around the time that the, the, the sun goes into, to Capricorn, into Aquarius. So the other thing is sort of housekeeping that you've heard me talk about time after time that I keep getting these scammer accounts. And the only reason I'm mentioning it is because I'm sure there's some well-meaning people that actually think it's me. It's not me. Um, if you get approached by somebody on Instagram asking you for a reading and more importantly, asking if you give money, don't do it. Report them. Um, I keep reporting them, um, but because of COVID, uh, they are understaffed and they keep rejecting or kicking back rather my uh, my uh, my the form that I sent in. I know it's crazy. I don't know uh, how to change this, but if you've got some major insights or you know somebody, <laughs> I'm trying to get that blue check. I'm not that famous, um, but until I become famous, I can't, I can't get that blue check. But um, anyway, so yeah, we were talking about the Capricorn new moon. We are pivoting off of the energies of Saturn and Uranus in the new year. Um, I did a webinar last I guess almost three weeks ago on the astrology of 2022. It's still available. Click the links and the show notes but in it you know i talk about how in 2021 we had one foot in a new life one foot in an old life and i think the more that we go into 2022 it's we have to become more and more and more in this new life and and how do we use for example this week in uh to step more firmly into a new life it's not easy but there were, we're going to feel pushes, and I think we're especially going to feel pushes as we get closer to February to get out of something old. It could be belief. It could be a pattern. And this is why uh, today in my updates for today's astrology, I said, you know, maybe you look back and you see a shift since the start of 2021. Maybe you don't see a shift. Maybe the shift is internal, but I really want you all to honor how far you've come in 2021 because it was a really interesting year we you know there aren't big aspects uh this week we, it's more about um how do we work with this energy how do we plan ahead and i did want to talk about venus retrograde because venus sort of got lost in the shuffle because we had so much going on in december with the eclipses with uh, the full moons and some other you know saturn square uranus for example so let's talk about Venus. Um, Venus has been retrograde since December 19th, 
19th. It's been retrograde in Capricorn. And if you may recall, it actually stationed retrograde. That's a technical term. It stationed retrograde in what's called a conjunction to Pluto. So it's basically in the same part of the sky. So the entirety of our Venus and retrograde story is through the lens of Capricorn. Venus and uh, Venus and well, Venus in general is about value and worth and relationships through the lens of Capricorn. It's about taking relationships seriously, knowing exactly what you're worth and how does that translate to your current intimate partnerships or even every relationship that you are engaged in it doesn't have to necessarily be a romantic relationship. You know, I said a few moments ago that Venus turned retrograde in a conjunction to Pluto. So this 40 day period of Venus turning retrograde, I know Venus turns retrograde for 40 days, um, sounds kind of biblical, but this 40 day period, we are doing this Plutonian work with our Venus retrograde. We have to look at ourselves. We have to look at the shadow side of relationships, the shadow side of how we connect in relationships, engage in relationships, and even partner. There is a shadow side to all of us. Um, there's a shadow side certainly to all of our relationships when we get into themes around power and manipulation and all that sort of uh, sticky stuff about I'm not worthy or not value, um, even power and control and possession. Um, and so that's sort of this thread, whether it's overt or not, that's running through our experience in relationships over the next, well, at this point, we have two more weeks of Venus in retrograde. But Pluto is an evolutionary planet, and its job is to get us to transform by any means possible. So on some level, Pluto is trying to get us to transform our relationships December and January by any means possible. I don't think Venus makes that last conjunction to Pluto when it comes back, probably until February. I don't have the date yet. But um, this is for us to work with this process. You know, Venus is what's called a personal planet. Um, there's sort of this categorization of all the planets in astrology. Sun and moon are what are called luminaries. They either reflect light, moon or they give light sun they are in a way two of the most important planets in astrology i say this because most people actually don't know that the moon is just as important as the sun they're in a marriage they're 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 consorts and they're sort of the natural yin and yang and pool of the universe and then you get to mercury planet of voice and communication in fact mercury is going to turn retrograde next week i know here we are again uh, mercury will turn retrograde on the 14th of january and aquarius we'll get back to that in just a moment so we have mercury retrograde it's a time to look at how we communicate how do we think and listen the choices that we make the movements that we make and how do we do things differently look at it from a different approach bring in more of a conscious process for example Mars, in fact, we're going to have, by, by the way, we're going to have Mars uh, go into Gemini. Maybe this is a little, little bit of a technical point, but Mars will go into Gemini in August of 2022. It will not leave Gemini and go into Cancer until March of 2023. No, June of 2023. That is eight months of Mars and Gemini. I'm, I'm, a, I'm just going to 
slide that for everybody. Um, Mars is action, it's drive, it's sort of this hot, passionate planet and Gemini. We're just all gonna be a little all over the place for about eight months. But it's in Gemini for eight months because it turns retrograde in October of 2022. So for example, retrograde, Mars, is about looking at how we take action. How do we stand up for ourselves? How do we lead? How do we individuate? And how do we do that differently when Mars is retrograde? Um, the retrograde phase is what's more, it's more yin, it's not yang, it's more receptive, it's not active. We have to look at our unconsciousness around that uh, planet, that theme, that archetype, and hopefully integrate something differently and choose something differently. Venus. Venus also a personal planet. If Mars is action and drive, very singular, but then Venus is the planet that helps us to connect, to relate, to socialize, to interact. It's the planet of partnership. But it has a dual rulership of Libra and Taurus, and Venus as the ruler of Taurus talks about material stability and material security. So when Venus turns retrograde, which actually it does only every 18 months, it's a time when we have to look at our relationship with money and value and material stability and material material worth, but also look at relationships. How do we how do we compromise? How do we you know get make sure our needs are met, or do we not make sure our needs are met, especially in a relationship? So this is a time when we are doing that work of the unconscious. We are walking back on something over the next uh, well, past two weeks, in the next two weeks. This Saturday, the 8th of January, is the Sun-Venus conjunction in Capricorn. I don't have the degree, it's probably in the early 20s of Capricorn. But that point marks the midpoint of the Venus retrograde cycle. I mentioned this, I think probably back in December, is that Venus's uh, orbit orbital cycle is it's like a perfect rose when you trace out the the direct and the retrograde motions it forms a pentacle pentagram pentagon pentacle and that sort of five-pointed star forms a rosette pattern google it google venus rose um and a, you know orbit and you'll see exactly what i'm talking about so there's this beauty and symmetry and perfection to venus and so we're at this time when we're you know looking at maybe the things that are not as valued as they should be and maybe the things that within ourselves that we don't always value but that said you know because venus is retrograde in Capricorn, we are looking very sharply at all of our relationships, our spending, the things that we invest in, our relationship with time, and having to make some choices because Saturn, the ruler of Capricorn, is a very black and white planet. It either works or it doesn't work. So this is a time where we have to choose, maybe something's not working and we have to say no to something. Or maybe something is working and we have to say yes to something. A retrograde doesn't mean that your life comes to a halt. Um, it just means that you have to reflect. It's more receptive than actually taking action. You may start a relationship during Venus retrograde. Is it doomed? Of course not. It just means that there's something on a deeper level that you and this other person are working out. Um, and I said this a couple weeks ago, but sometimes old lovers or old relationships can just pop back up 
during Venus retrograde. It's a time to um, tie up loose ends and maybe do things a little bit differently if that's relevant. So yeah, trying to give Venus retrograde its, its due justice. Um, and I'm just saying this from a conventional astrological wisdom. Um, astrological conventional wisdom says do not get cosmetic procedures do not do something major with your hair get you know because uh, venus rules beauty um, rules aesthetics um, so the idea is that it's just not the best time to get you know your, your hairs dead uh, during venus retrograde personally i'm not going to take a risk i'm waiting to get the haircut but you do you um and then the other I, the thing is that it's not a good time to make uh, big investments when venus is retrograde that is very classic way of looking at the astrology but um like i said see what feels right for you so yeah we we're gonna have you know venus retrograde in 2022 mars retrograde later this year and as you know, Mercury will turn retrograde every few months, um, like clockwork. So yeah, those are the big things that are happening, you know, sort of getting ready for some larger changes. In January, the other larger change that's happening is that the lunar nodes are going to switch. I think it's around the middle of January. They're going into Taurus and Scorpio. They've been in Gemini and Sagittarius since June, well, actually May of 2020. So we're starting to come to an end of a story that began around the middle of 2020. It was this story arc that was about faith and truth and belief and sort of standing up for our convictions. And it's all about ideas. And you know, there's a kind of a, bl a blustery energy to Gemini and Sagittarius, but it's also about travel. And certainly travel has been a huge um, part of the story over the last um, 18 months but um, and and this is the true node not the mean node that's another technical point um, but the true node will go into Taurus and Scorpio quite shortly next week we'll talk more about that in our astrological update next week but this means that the story is shifting it's going into a sign that talks about money Taurus is a money sign security stability the earth Taurus is an earth sign and we, we all are in some way having to reach towards stability and security over the next 18 months. We're starting to redefine what it means to feel like we have our feet on the ground, but South Node will be in Scorpio. So we're going to be doing our Scorpio work. And I know I'm a Scorpio, but you know, I really could use a break from Scorpio. Um, we're going to be doing our Scorpio work over the next uh, 18 months. We have some South Node eclipses. And Scorpio. So this is all to kind of get you all ready. We've got, again, uh, the node switching side ne next week. Uh, we've got Venus still retrograde, midpoint of the cycle. And we're also getting ready for Mercury retrograde next week. I put that out there. You all know that I'm generally kind of chill when it comes to Mercury, re Mercury retrograde. But um, if you want to hold off on things, um, go, uh, starting next week, by all means. Uh, Mercury, I think, turns direct um in uh february i don't even have the date i have to it's, it's in probably early february um but that said yeah so that's that's this week i you know like i said there's no big aspects this week it's really like jupiter comes up to lunar nodes today monday 
January 3rd. Maybe we're at a crossroads. We've got some decisions to make. Maybe it's a leap of faith. Maybe there's something about uh, differences, opinions, or um, language or information or knowledge that's highlighted today. But this week, it's like Venus sextile Neptune on Wednesday, June, not June, January 5th. Sextiles are really quiet. It's more about an opportunity to have maybe a kind word, a compassionate conversation, to maybe open up to something uh, in a relationship that maybe you know healing something from the past, something sticky from the past. Um, and then again, we go into this weekend and Sun conjunct Venus. It's called the inferior conjunction of the Sun to Venus as part of this Venus retrograde cycle. Venus um, leaves its, hopefully I'm not mixing this up, its evening star phase and going into its morning star phase. Um, maybe it's vice versa. But this idea is that when Venus conjuncts the Sun as part of its retrograde process, it's now going into the underworld um, I think it goes into its evening star phase, actually. Um, so it's very symbolic. Um, the Sumerians called Venus Inanna. So this whole myth of Inanna going into these different levels of the underworld. Um, but yeah, there you go. So one of the things I want to look at when we go through each of the 12 signs is where is your Saturn work this week? Where is your Saturn work this year? I'm gonna, you know, good old Capricorn season. I'm gonna put my my Saturn hat on. I'm your trusty Saturn representative. Um, I had a client once whose title was success manager, and I was like, I like that. I'm your success, your 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 Saturn success manager. Um, but yeah, let's look at the astrology uh, of this week, uh, January 3rd through 9th, 2022. So let's start with Aries. Aries, so where is Saturn pushing you right now? Well, it's Capricorn season for you, and Capricorn season is your natural time in your zodiac calendar to focus on your professional life. You just had a Capricorn new moon. It's time to get serious about your goals and your ambitions, to climb higher, to, to set your sights ahead, but also to get very focused in your professional life. You do have Saturn good old Saturn over in your what's called your 11th sign. So this is a time that you're not just working and building over the next four weeks, you're actually thinking about the future. Maybe you've been building towards certain goals and ambitions, but as you get to this point in your personal zodiac calendar, you're like, wait a second, is it worth it? Is this actually where I want to go? Does this align with my values? And you know, the thing with Saturn, your career planet in the square to Uranus, maybe you're making a career change, a career break, a career career switcheroo. You're, you're looking for a position that's actually going to be aligned with something within, uh, aligned with values, for example. But you've got two areas that really need your Saturn attention. Again, the first is career, which I was just saying a, a moment ago. But the second is friendships, community. This is your trusty Saturn Aquarius check-in. Uh, Aquarius is your 11th sign. And you will need to sort of do your due diligence in this part of your life. You need to make sure that your friendships are stronger, that you have you know, weeded. I know that's a little bit of a 
a harsh thing to say, but Saturn, it's not, it's kind of so brutal in the 11th. It's sort of going through your phone, has been going through your phone over the last year and a half and, and maybe deleting people. But the idea is the people that remain in your life, they are rock solid. They need to be rock solid. So friends, community needs your attention. You just strengthen your connection to community. Um, if you've been feeling a little bit isolated and sheltered how do you take steps within reason to to fix that to change that um, because the bigger picture for you Aries is that by the time you get to the beginning of 2023 that your friendships your social circle your community you've built something you've worked on something that's already there and it's stronger the people that are in your life are actual true allies and supports on the other side of this, you have a stronger sense of the world outside of you, humanity, social causes, social justice, and social equity. And you also are planning, uh, actively planning for the future. So those are your, your, your Saturn bullet points, uh, Aries, and especially as Mars, your planet will eventually get to Capricorn. I think it's next on, on the 24th of January. So right now Mars is in Sagittarius, but when, you know, later this uh, in your month, on the 24th, when Mars goes into Capricorn, it's, you're really going to feel that need to make sure that you're living up to Saturn's bullet points. So that's, you know, maybe something to give you to think upon, reflect upon as you sit down and look ahead for 2022. Taurus. So Saturn has been in your 10th. And here's the thing, Taurus, and, and I say this week in and week out, like you are in the midst of major changes at the moment, changes that will take you over the next few years. So this is not like a very short window of time. This is in total a seven year period. And you're like, oh my God, seven years. But you know this, we've been talking about this. So right now, you know, sun is in Capricorn, sun is in your ninth sign. So this is your annual time, your personal zodiac for you to get very clear about what you believe in, what you stand for. What is your sense of mission and purpose in life? What does everything hang upon? When, when I feel that Saturn energy come into the ninth, what I say to my clients is that it's as if your life has to hang on a sentence. Don't let it be so rigid that it becomes um, like fundamental, but it's you have to get very clear about what you believe in at this time, what you stand for, um, sort of that sense of right and wrong, uh, wisdom and knowledge. So Saturn is sort of quizzing you and pushing you to get very clear about these things and one of these one of the ways in which these things are influence you influencing your life right now is your professional life so saturn is in your 10th it'll be in your 10th until the beginning of 2023 so the bullet points for you taurus is for you to get very clear about what do you want to be when you grow up I know that might be a funny thing to say, but you know, that's sort of the time that you're in and maybe you got into 2021 and you're like, yep, this is it. This is exactly what I want to be when I grow up, but then you're not so sure, or it's hard work, or maybe it's harder work than you thought it would be. 
the incline for you at the moment, uh, metaphorically, Taurus, is a bit steep. You, you're, you're at a point where you have to work harder than a lot of signs right now. You have to reach higher. It's about goals, ambitions, and really stepping into your place in the world. So maybe you're at this time and you know exactly what you want to be when you grow up. So now you got to be it. You gotta live it. You gotta. I remember one time I went to go teach a class, and I walk in the room, and I'm like, "Oh shoot, it's me! It me! I'm the person teaching the class. I'm not the person sitting um, in in the classroom, sort of like half paying attention." And so there was that realization that I have to now be that role. I have to be that person. So maybe that makes sense to you, Taurus, in your own way. Like you have to now be the person. And if you don't know what that means, then how do you spend Capricorn season and to be fair, even Aquarius season, looking over what those things could be, what those roles could be. It's a time when you need to get your life very organized, um, a sense of putting things back into balance, uh, really being in the uh, energy of responsibility, um, having a good sense of integrity and interiority, for example. But you are, you know, when Saturn is at the top of the chart, the top of the chart is one of the four, what are called angles, angular signs. And so this is a time, 2021, 2022, and a little bit of 2020 and 2023, where you're really building one of the four pillars of your life. It's a serious time, Taurus. Just the wild card in all of this is that it can't be like it was in the past. You have to break free from anything that is either not in alignment, not in integrity, or is safe. And I mean that in the best possible way. Like you have to take risks now, Taurus, risks that maybe you're not comfortable with. You have to get out of your own way. Somebody asked me, what does it mean to get out of your own way? And it means you are actively choosing things that are in, in alignment with your highest good as opposed to the opposite. So life is still shaking and shifting right now, but ironically, you can consolidate and build and to bring things into form during this time, but it just has to be very different. And so this is something we're going to talk about more um, in a couple of weeks when we have the full moon and even in the beginning of February when we have that Aquarius uh, new moon on February 1st. Um, but lastly... Taurus, Venus, your planet is retrograde. So you're sort of at this halfway mark of really turning in and reflecting. You know, the 24th of January for you is a time when you can sort of move forward. Again, it doesn't mean you're stuck, but you have to do the inner work and reflection. And again, really look at those deeper themes around faith and truth and meaning. Gemini. So where is your Saturn work happening? So here's the thing, um, you know, Capricorn season for you, Capricorn is your eighth sign. So this is your time and your personal calendar to really do the inner work. You're, you're as what I call, you're in the eighth room. And when we're in the eighth room, we have to face our, we get to face ourselves. We get tested by life. We get tested by ourselves. And through this deep work, then we come out of the eighth 
and the idea is that we've gained some wisdom that we couldn't have gained otherwise. It's important to maybe note because Pluto has been in this space with you since 2008, and it was a long time, um, but this is sort of this yearly time uh, over 16 years, it will be 16 years in total, it's 14 years now, where you are really deconstructing a lot of the deep stuff that you hold on to. So your Saturn work right now is emotional. It's about the past, it's about your emotional mental health, it's about the things that you're holding on to, and how do you come out of this time you know, forever transformed? It just might feel a little bit like a gauntlet um, over the next couple of weeks, but then this is something that you're familiar with, Gemini. Your other Saturn work is about faith. You know, you have Saturn in your ninth, and it's so much about this existential back and forth at the moment. You got Saturn in the ninth, Uranus in the twelfth. What do I, what do I believe in? What do I stand for? Do I believe in anything? Is there a God? Um, but I think this time with the Sun in Capricorn, Gemini, is for you to really search your soul again. And in doing that sort of periodic work of searching your soul and facing yourself and, and going into the deepest parts of the psyche, that you do have a stronger sense of what you stand for, what you believe in um, with Saturn in your ninth. Um, there is, you know, Saturn in the ninth can speak to higher education, going back to school, needing to make education a priority. But you know, maybe even writing and sharing and teaching. And now, you know, you, you know things. It's a thing when we get tested by life and we do the deep work, we learn things again that we can't learn otherwise. But this is the thing, when we learn things, they're not just meant for us. And you, Gemini, as one of the signs of communication, writing, thinking, learning, and communication, um, you have to share what you know. And maybe it comes from someplace very heartfelt. And maybe, you know, those dark nights of the soul, like, they're powerful. And they help us, I mean, like, I've been there. And I wouldn't be sitting here in front of you doing this work and sharing what I know unless I went through that dark night of the soul many, many, many years ago. But find something in this time, Gemini, and find that piece of gold, find that alchemy that really brings you into the light of the ninth. Cancer. Here we are, Cancer. I'm going to talk about the eighth room again. I'm going to talk about relationships again, but I have to really advocate for the structure of this time. I say structure, but that's, that's really what astrology is. It's about time, the, the, the shape, the structure, the rhythm, the pace of time in your life. And for you, when the sun goes into Capricorn, it's your time and your personal zodiac calendar to focus on relationships all relationships, not just romantic partnership. So on a mundane level, maybe this is a time for somebody to come in. Maybe this is a time for you to reconnect with a relationship. If you are in an intimate partnership, that partnership needs your attention. It may even need your work. So this is a time when cancer, when you have to take relationships seriously. So that's one little bullet point on your Saturn homework, but then know that the energy of Capricorn season is pointing towards the eighth. The seventh sign for you is Capricorn. The eighth sign is where Saturn is presently. So what's happening? 
If seventh is about relationship, then eighth is about intimacy and vulnerability. It's what happens behind closed doors with people. It could be sex. It could be those really deep, intimate conversations that you only have with the people that you trust or the people that you are in a serious relationship. So there's something about having to have those deep conversations, have to make yourself vulnerable. The thing is, is that with Saturn in your eighth, it will be in your eighth until March of 2023. This is the time when you have to go into the deepest, deepest parts of yourself. I know you are tired, Cancer. I've, I've, I've done Saturn in the eighth. It's not fun. I think it's actually one of the most difficult transits that you can go through. True, you know, real talk. Um, the other ones are, are Pluto. Uh, transits. But um, Saturn through the eighth is, I think, one of the most difficult transits that you can go through. But I think it's on the flip side, one of the most rewarding transits that you can go through. Because the things that you learn while Saturn is in the eighth are the things that nobody can take away from you. They are so deeply etched upon your psyche and your soul, and hopefully for better, not worse, that they will never leave you. So you are discovering deep truths about yourself, about others, about relationships that you cannot do uh, and, and other to other points in your life. So this is your three years of doing the deep psychological work. The more that you can transform, the more that you can dig, the more that you can reveal, the more that you can put the, you know, the connect the dots, the more rich this time is. Uh, this room on some level is about wealth, other people's money. That's the very traditional way of looking at it. I also believe it's about spiritual wealth. And these are the things that you take with you to the other side after you leave this life. So may this time be rich, and I know it's very exhausting, but also make sure that you are having the emotional support and the nourishment that you need at this time. And maybe that's to go back to an earlier comment about relationships and how it's relationship season for you, Cancer. But um, your, your bullet points for the new year are really, how do you make a shift in relationships? How do you leave something from the past behind? Sometimes Cancer can have a really strong emotional attachment to things staying the same. Um, how do you trust? How do you open up to somebody? How do you get the support, the emotional support, counselor, good friend, uh, therapist that you need at this time? But really um, bear your soul at this time. Cancer, again, I know you're tired. Just uh, make sure you're spending a lot of time in water. You are a water sign after all. And water is a really good way for you to replenish yourself at this time. Leo, so your Saturn signs, your Saturn ruled signs are your six and your seven. So the six, meaning this is Capricorn season for you, it's time for you to focus on your physical health, your well-being, the your the, pro the projects you're involved in, your responsibilities, your day-to-day -day life, sort of the minutia of day-to-day -day life. So this is a time to take your health seriously. And, you know, being the start of the year, what what is going to help foster uh, the best health for you, Leo? Of course, uh, health and wellness means different things to different people. This is not just about hitting the gym. This is more about more of a holistic approach. 
how do you simplify your life? How do you cut the things out? This includes toxic people, toxic influences that are just not supporting you. Capricorn, again, can be very black and white. Do keep in mind um, that this is an area of your life that you've been doing a lot of deep work. Sometimes this gets lost sight of uh, since 2008 when Pluto went into your six, went to Capricorn. But in a very uh, start of the new year way, Leo, you know, sort of your Capricorn bullet points are going to look like resolutions. Just do them the way that makes sense to you, of course. Organize, clean out, um, get, there's a sense of health and hygiene and cleanliness to this place as well. You know, clean out the fridge, throw out the stuff that's a science project, um, get your, get, get your work organized, start a project, start healthy projects, for example. But this is a time that's typically more about work, sort of about the hustle and the grind of life. But then there's Saturn in your seventh sign. So don't forget one of those bullet points, Leo, is to take relationships seriously. Again, all relationships, not just romantic partnerships. If you are in a romantic partnership, that romantic partnership needs your attention. It needs to sort of come back into balance. It needs to have healthy boundaries. It needs to have commitment and both people uh, working towards the same goals, for example. If you're not in a relationship, what is, and I mean this from a more of a broader standpoint, what is preventing you from being in a relationship? Is there an inability to connect? You know, astrology actually teaches us that relationships are one of the four pillars of life. We need people. We can't do things alone. So how do you reach out to other people? How do you make sure that it's just not so solo at the moment? But Saturn in this part of your chart can also speak to a new or serious relationship coming into your life, of course, if that's relevant. So again, you know, you're really looking at your health and your wellness, you know, how you do relationships, how you how seriously take relationships, needing to have commitments. But again, Saturn, when you're your seventh house ruler, your seventh sign ruler, is in this square to Uranus all year long. So the direction that relationships have been taking or will take may change, may pivot, may go off in a new and take a new course. Uh, but that said, this is a time when there's an evolutionary process that needs to happen with relationships, uh, making a break from the past, getting out of your comfort zone, opening up to people that you wouldn't normally within reason, of course, open up. So it's again, it's really focused on health and wellness. It's really focused on relationships. And that's a lot of your Saturn focus at the moment. Virgo. Yeah, that's correct. Virgo. So Virgo season, um, Capricorn, is, not Virgo season, Virgo, uh, Capricorn season is your fifth sign. So the fifth sign is all about you getting serious about yourself. I say serious because it's Capricorn. Virgo, love you. I think you're actually a really underrated sign, but you often put other people first. And there is some nobility to that. Virgo is a sign of health and wellness and service. It's one of the helping and healing signs, but sometimes we don't put enough uh, time for ourselves or we don't focus enough on ourselves. So Capricorn season, ironically, is a time for you to really focus on yourself, to get serious about your talents, your gifts, and your abilities to 
you know, this, this, the fifth is about creativity and the creativity, creativity is truly where we take the spark that lives within us, the energy that lives inside of us and we put it into something. So what are you putting your energy into Virgo? What projects are you creating? Uh, what creative endeavors have you started or what you want to start in January or the new year? And how do you put yourself in it? And how do you really value yourself and what you're putting in? And I say value because Venus is also there. And Venus is maybe, you know, there's some sort of question about, well, is, is it, am I valuable? Is it good enough? Is it perfect enough? That's always the Virgo trap. Is it perfect enough? It's, it's never going to be perfect enough. Virgo, that's the thing. It's You sort of reach for this mythical thing around perfection. So it's like, yes, it, it is perfect enough. And so allow something... Um, beyond yourself to come through you to create something. So again, taking yourself, taking your talent seriously, really thinking about who are you? What makes you you? And then your other Saturn ruled sign is your six about health and wellness. It's about diet, fitness, nutrition, service, projects, work, and sort of that day to day stuff that we all have to do. So this is you know, the very, you know, Virgo for you, uh, the start of the year and, and, and um, where Saturn is right now, sounds a lot about the sort of things that we do in January. We set resolutions, for example. So Saturn, over, you know, Saturn is in your sixth presently, and it's asking you to take health and wellness seriously. It wants you to organize your, your life. And maybe Virgo, you're thinking, my, my life is already organized. The thing is, is because you have Saturn square Uranus right now, you have to do things differently. It just can't, whatever system you had in up until 2020, it doesn't work anymore. You, you need a new system. You need to pivot in a different way. Um, you need to do work in a different way, serve in a different way, look at your health and wellness in a different way. Um, and maybe that includes, um, uh, and I say this because Aquarius is one of your health and wellness signs, you know, maybe you've never thought about doing acupuncture or energy medicine. I'm not a doctor, cannot recommend things, but I'm just saying, how do you look at a health challenge or something related from a different perspective that's sort of maybe on your Saturn list right now? But uh, really get this time to organize, get focused, get plans, new plans. That's a thing. It's a time of new plans. And to the best that anybody can right now, try to figure out what what direction are you going in 2022. I will also add, because Mercury is your planet, it's going to turn retrograde uh, next month, uh, next, no, next week. So there's something about you having to go back to something health, wellness, work, project related as you go into the end of January. Libra. Libra, so your Saturn signs are your fourth and your fifth. You have Capricorn season. It's a time for you to focus on home and family, roots, foundation, your living situation. Maybe there's a move. Maybe you're just sort of getting your home environment ready for the new year, but really planting down roots. Like even though this is a four-week period for you, like how do you strengthen your base? How do you spend more time with family? Maybe that's on your Saturn checklist. Um, but then you have... Saturn is over in your fifth sign. So this is sort of this, you know, all year long, you are continuing to take yourself and to take your talents seriously, to get very clear about who you are and who you're not. And I think with some other influences that are going on in your astrology right now, Libra, you have to look at your saboteur. You have to look at where you get in your own way and, and don't express 
who you really are or express something that sort of runs counter to something that you're trying to achieve. Um, but this could be a time where one of your things on your list, uh, Libra, is to go back to something creative, creative projects, getting that sort of back to your create your passions, your creativity. Um, but again, making sure that home and family and your emotional needs are taken care of because this is a little bit of a, a bumpy year. Um, that said, Venus is at the bottom of your chart right now. It's retrograde. So there's some sort of theme around home and family that needs a second look. You're doing sort of walking back on something. And when Venus turns direct on the 24th of January, maybe you're going to see things from a different perspective, Libra. Um, but this, this is a time uh, in, in general, Libra, where you have to sort of come back to what really truly matters um, and sort of really uh, reevaluate a lot of things. Scorpio. So your Saturn signs are the third and the fourth. So on your checklist, you know, Capricorn season for you is about the third, the, yeah, the third. It's about your voice and communication, taking your voice seriously, taking what you say seriously, focusing on your education. So maybe there's classes that you want to take in January. Maybe there's something you have to say. Um, maybe you need to teach. Maybe you that earlier point that I uh, made about me that that one when I realized that like I was a teacher I was the person showing up to teach the class um, but yeah maybe it's taking travel seriously maybe it's a short trip um, the third is a place of travel but then <clears throat> excuse me you have a uh, Saturn down in your fourth so taking home and family your living situation seriously you are continuing to put down a new foundation in your life and a lot of Scorpios not all who have made big moves um, in, uh, in, in their lives right now. It could be like a physical move, could be a symbolic move, really coming down into your body and really committing and planting roots. So this is a year where, or rather a month, and certainly the things in your, your Saturn checklist is about really you know continuing to build family, to build emotional connection, and to open up to people, and to start to take whatever path you need to take to settle down Scorpio uh, your relationship planet Venus continues to be retrograde you are taking a second look at how you choose relationship how you communicate in a relationship um, and maybe seeing some old patterns come up between you and other people um, Sagittarius so Sag uh, your Saturn signs are second and the third so when you get to Capricorn season, you've come off your birthday and it's now a time to focus on real life, real world, money, income, material stability, stuff. Maybe you're doing a lot of spending right now, Cap or Cap Sagittarius. Um, so yeah, maybe on your Saturn checklist is looking at money, bank accounts, spending, uh, getting your accounts organized, um, certainly getting ready for tax season. I know it's like a no-brainer, um, but this is a time to look at your financial situation. Make goals for, for spending or, or, or even uh, saving in 2022 um, and maybe some sort of larger purchases that you want to make that help create material stability in your life. So yes, it's a lot about finance, a lot about self-worth. Saturn is also asking you to know exactly what you're worth. Um, and then you have 
Your third, which is where Saturn is, and this is a time when you're taking education, your mind, your voice, and how you communicate, listen, and learn seriously. There is something about choice to this time and really the choices that, no pressure, the choices that you're making in 2021 and 2022, they're really setting you up for a much longer track of time. So you're weighing your options in 2021 and 2022. So maybe one of the things in your checklist is like, where do you see the choices lining up? Where do you feel like it's a left or a right and, and up or down? And the choices that you are making, to be fair, with Saturn Square Uranus have to break you from the past. So this is a time where it's really about sharpening the mind, uh, really sharing what you know and you do know a lot, Sagittarius, teaching, writing, communication, uh, maybe publishing as part of all, all this. Um, but your Saturn list, uh, your Saturn checklist, again, do the money stuff, um, really also audit what you think, what you say, the words that you use and how maybe that needs to change if necessary. Uh, you do, again, have Jupiter now newly in your fourth sign. So there's sort of the bigger note the first half of this year. It's about home and family roots and foundation. Um, Capricorn. Capricorn, happy birthday, Capricorn. Um, what an interesting year it's been. Uh, so yeah, your planet Saturn has been in this dance with Uranus all year long, all 2021. To some degree, it's going to be the same in 2022. You're just not going to have the exact uh, aspects. But Capricorn, you are getting that push to get uncapricorned in a way or do Capricorn in a very different way than you've been doing it, I don't know, your whole life. Um, so yes, happy birthday. You're, you are Saturn ruled. So this is a start of a new cycle, getting really focused, getting disciplined, getting organized and setting out for the next 12 months. But then you have Saturn in your sign of money and it will be there until the beginning of 2023. Saturn is looking over the books. Saturn is wanting you to take money spending um your relationship with money seriously and even knowing your your exact self-worth my experience of saturn through the second is that sometimes if you experience lack with saturn in the second it's because saturn wants you to get very clear about what you need and what you thought you needed in 2020 is maybe not what you really need now that you are halfway through the process. So maybe on your checklist for your coming year and certainly the coming four weeks is like, how do I make new choices? How do I set off on a new course? How do I look at money and income and spending uh, differently? How do I prepare myself financially for the coming year? And, and really, truly, honestly, beyond that, because Capricorn is a long game sign. Um, do do your Saturn work when it comes to money. If you are spending larger amounts of money, make sure what you're spending on is Saturn approved. Is it gonna last? Is it worth it? Saturn doesn't like things that fall apart quickly. I don't realize sometimes that's all we can do, um, but getting very serious and strategic about your money goals in the coming uh, days are a really good way to work with the Saturn energy. Again, Capricorn, your life continues to, to pivot. Um, that's just the name of the game right now and how you value things very differently than you did in 2020. Aquarius. 
Aquarius, so Capricorn season means that you are coming to the end of your personal zodiac calendar. Capricorn is your 12th, and you are also Saturn ruled. Sometimes we could forget that Aquarius is Saturn ruled. And so you, you are the, the you're on the list. <laughs> so on one hand, like one of the things that's on your, your Capricorn list is to sort of go down and, and really think about what you don't want to bring with you into your birthday season. It's time to let it go. It's time to reflect, to meditate, to, to do the inner work. That's certainly a way you can use this energy this week and use the energy of the Capricorn new moon that we just had on Sunday. <clears throat> Excuse me. But then you have Saturn in your sign. So you're under immense pressure. You've been under immense pressure since 2021 to really step up into some new chapter in your life. It's more responsibilities, more duties, unfortunately. I realize that's not a fun uh, and <laughs> a fun forecast, sorry, um, but you know this. You've had Saturn in your sign since uh, December of 2020, uh, from March to July of 2020 was your preview. So you are, in a way, becoming Saturn right now. <clears throat> Excuse me. And to become Saturn is to become the leader, to become the mentor, and to become the authority. So you have to be a leader and a mentor and authority at this point in your life. And if you are sort of being like, oh shoot, how do I do that? Then use this week to sort of figure out how you're gonna do that. And maybe you need help. You need people that are gonna help you be accountable. But this is sort of this alpha and omega beginning and endings that you are dealing with this week and sort of preparing for the next big chapter. Pisces. So your Saturn ruled signs are your 12th and your 11th. So Capricorn season for you is when the sun comes to your 11th. It's a time to really think ahead and plan for the future. You're sort of in this big picture time in your life. You're thinking about community. You're thinking about friendships and social circles and sort of these larger issues that connect us as human beings. Um, so this is a time to maybe on your list to to reach out to friends, to rebuild or reconnect with old friendships or with the people that are really truly allies in your life. Uh, you know, time to get very serious about the people in your life and how do you get very precise about the people in your life? I mean, sometimes there's this we want to see the best in people, but they're not actually supporting us on a, on a human level. This energy of this time is pointing over towards your 12th. So on your Saturn checklist this week is how do I let go? The thing with Pisces is that you've got Saturn 2020, 2021, 2022, first few months of 2023 in your 12th. This is a much longer period of time where you are coming to the end of a great cycle. In a way, you are wrapping up a 30-year cycle. I know that that's a huge amount of time. All the inner work, the release, the letting go, the detachment, the really cultivating a more zen quality in your life right now, Pisces, will prepare you for when Saturn goes into Pisces in March of 2023. The thing about the 12th is that we cannot do ego, wants, and desires. It sounds very Buddhist, but there's this sense of like needing to be at peace with, with everything in life and sort of watch it come and go. The, the Saturn in the 12th feels like we are just trying to build 
sandcastles on the, on the, on the shore as the water kind of keeps taking away our work. So there's sort of this liminal quality, which I realize for some is very frustrating. You do have Jupiter, your planet, in Pisces right now, sort of like one foot in, one foot out. Um, but maybe on your Saturn checklist is to get very spiritual about this time, to work on your spirituality, to have friends that are both real world friends, but people that also support you in a, in a more emotional, <clears throat> excuse me, and in, in, in spiritual way. So there's sort of this endings and liminal quality and needing to search within with answers and come to the end of a great cycle. So how do you put that on sort of the things that you're reflecting on as you go into the new year and sort of the goals and intentions that you're setting for yourself, Pisces? But that is your look at the astrology of January 3rd through 9th, 2022. So with a sort of a quieter week aspect-wise, we are doing our planning for future weeks, if not the entirety of the year. Again, I did a webinar, a two-hour webinar on the astrology of 2022. You can still get it. You can go to empoweringastrology.com slash webinars. You can go to the show notes. Um... And yeah, and um, you know, book a consultation with me, sign up for my newsletter. Um, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, of course, and I'm on, you can listen to me on Spotify, for example. But um, yes, the happy new year. So good to, to see you all again and again. I know some of you stay up late or it's early where you are if you're over in Australia, New Zealand, or if you're in the UK, it's quite late. Thank you. Um, I really appreciate each and every one of you being a part of this work and, and this sort of work that we share together. It's me, your clients. Um, some of you have taken the webinar, for example, but um, we will have lots to talk about next week. Until then, take care. Bye-bye.